and welcome to Value Selling, Episode 5. Uh, I am Dan Walsh, um, and I'm here to talk to you about why value. You know, we've had a few episodes till now that just talks about, you know, defining value and perceived value, differentiated value, and, and just general co- topics like this. Um, but today I just wanted to spend about 10 minutes talking about, you know, why is value so important? And I've, I've touched upon them in earlier discussions, but let's... Let's spend 10 minutes just kind of driving home why it's important that you incorporate this into your sort of modus operandi, your, your thinking, your day to day, your, 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 you know, when you when you are looking at something in, in, a, in a sales environment or a, a B2B environment, you're looking through the lens of, well, how does this create value for my client? Right. Ultimately, value uh, rewards you as the seller or the business person rewards your company and it rewards your client. It's a win-win all around. So, you know, selling value is not an inherent trait. Um, it can take a while to incorporate it into your day-to-day, you know. Um, I know this because I started out in the world of transactional outside sales with AT&T, which really, it was a bit of a commodity. Certain things were not. But the, the protein on the plate, the main thing we were selling, was quite uh, commoditized, um, hard, hard to differentiate on the product side, solution side. Um, essentially, it was dial tone, right? It was like, okay, I can go to XYZ competitors. They're offering it for this price. Oh, by the way, they're selling on your, you know, reselling it on your network, all that stuff. And so it's a fight over price. And um you know, AT&T at the time, and it probably still is, it's, it's always going to demand a premium, right? That's just their, where they are, their cost structure, where they are in the marketplace. Um, so, you know, you learn over time to quickly not even get into the price discussion with your client uh, from the words, hello, and how are you? And as you greet and shake hands, it's, it's really, um, you just don't go there and you, you find ways to, to communicate and articulate um, in your day, in your back and forth um, things other than than price sensitivity or price. Um, and so ultimately, in, in these sort of commoditized situations, you you will have to go to differentiation to substanti- substantiate your solution. Um, and you can even go further than those primary differentiators. You can go to secondary differentiators, which, which happen to be okay. Well, what other solution that's not directly tied to? What other things can we offer that are not directly t- tied to the solution that set us apart, right? And so, in our case, we had a, you know, automated rerouting capability. Uh, so if our network went down, only AT and T would reroute your stuff, your uh, your traffic, uh, automatically, seamlessly, things of that nature. Uh, or, you know, if you're a software company, you could say, well, we have a, a, a world-class uh, support organization as recognized by XYZ company. So you get my drift. It's it's a secondary differentiation that, you know, our warranty is better than, than anyone out there. So like a card would, would say, well, we've got a six-year warranty, right? So another another secondary differentiation. And so that's, it's, you know, value selling can be pretty difficult uh, in the transactional space. Um, but not impossible. Um, but ultimately, in, in the, your bigger ticket sales, where, where, where sales cycles are longer, 
you may be getting to know the customer for the first time. Um, you're you're really creating a mutually beneficial arrangement, right? It's a it's a win-win. Both parties see value in the structure of the deal of the solution, and they'll ultimately <laughs> move forward with it. Um, and that's different from some of your transactional situations. Uh, I'm not saying that's any different from like, let's say a corporate uh, B2B transactional situation, but in general, uh, let's say you're buying a car, um, which is more of a B2C, or a, you know, B2C, it's a consumer transaction, but really there's a winner and a loser in those conversations and those transactions. Someone comes out usually winning on those on those uh, type of very transactional situations. But anyway, bigger ticket, both parties see value, they ultimately go forward, it's a win-win, uh, and the whole is greater than the sum of the parts, right? So as you're going through those larger, more complicated big ticket sales, you know, again, six to nine months, you're meeting different people, you're understanding the <laughs> their pain points. You're understanding how your solution can really move the needle uh, from a benefit standpoint, right? Both hard benefits and soft benefits. And you're not bringing up the solution uh, investment, the pricing. I mean, some guy is going to ask you probably early on, and you just you shrug that off. You say, "Well, we'll get to there when it, when, it, when it's appropriate," right? That's that's the modus operandi of building value from the beginning, right? Through the end of a sales cycle. And that's oversimplified because I mean, if there's six months of in and outs and, and ups and downs, and I get that, right? Sometimes you got to ride the bull and sometimes the bull rides you. That's, that's complex enterprise sales. But if you take that value approach, right? Why is that important to you as a seller? As I've already said before, you know, because you're all of a sudden, you know, you're starting to differentiate yourself from the competition, right? If this is a managed account, you're managing it, they know who you are. If this is a net new account, a prospect, uh, perhaps this is a project that they've earmarked for their this year, you're coming in at a consultative value-based approach and you're automatically differentiating yourself from the competition. They like the way you tar articulate uh, messaging. They like and understand how you take what you do and translate it into their business. They, they like the, your, they just like your overall approach because ultimately they're buying from you, right? Obviously, they're buying a solution and a customer, but they also are evaluating, okay, what's this experience like? You know, is this, a, is this a, a painful experience or is this a delightful experience, right? And, th and that really matters. So you're coming in strategically, right? You, you've, you're taking the necessary steps to go through a value journey, and you're going to be very thorough in your process. From the very beginning, throughout your interviews with many different constituents and your whiteboarding, you've, you've understood what they're looking for. And you're defining in terms they care about, and they can easily follow it, right? You've become a trusted advisor along the way, right? Uh, you've 
build rapport. I mean, these are basic blocking and tackling. But, you know, honestly, they're looking at you now, uh, if you're an expert in your field, um, you're bringing them information expertise that they could easily be paying for, right? And that's a trusted advisor. They could be paying one of the big four the stuff you're bringing them for free, right? Whether it's you as the lead salesperson or maybe it's a combination of yourself and a technical person, right? I don't think it really matters, but they're looking at you as a trusted advisor. And so at the end of your journey with this customer, when it's time to structure an agreement, right? You know, all the basic elements you have, the technical, you've gone through your technical wins and your technical conversations, which is secondary to the business conversations that you've been having with uh, decision makers, call them whoever you want, um, power sponsor, I mean, whatever. Um, <laughs> you know who those people are. And they know the benefits, they get it. So you've put together, you, you set the, the tone at the, at the executive level, you set the tone at the technical level. It's time to assemble your investment summary, right? It's not a proposal, it's an investment summary uh, because they expect to get a return on that investment within 12 months and to exceed a hurdle rate, which is their internal rate of return, of which they do investments, right? That their CFO can alert you to. Um, they, they see a clear picture of this is a, you know, we love our salesperson, we love our solution, we, we get the value, um, <laughs> we're gonna move forward. Along that way, as you've created that investment summary, and you've put them in terms not of capital outlay, but on return on investment and break even and productivity gains and wrote it, you know, time to market and think all the things that, that it'll help the customer. What you've done is you've deflected the attention to the pricing, right? Pricing hasn't, it's not a, how much does this cost? is it's what's my investment here to get this awesome return, right? And we'll probably talk about financial selling and talking to the CFO and, and we'll, we'll get into that sort of nitty gritty at some point. But ultimately why this is important, why value is important is because you've, you've taken the conversation away from pricing and price insensitivity and things like that and it's more about the benefits of the solution. Okay, let's translate it into why that's important to you. That's ultimately more dollars in your pocket as a professional salesperson once this win-win deal gets, gets done. It's also more margin for your, cust for your um, company, right? Someone at the VP level is gonna be very pleased. They may be measured at the margin level you know, region wide. Um, and even if you go into two sales cycles, like you have your initial sales cycle with your customer and then they throw it over to procurement and procurement wants their pound of flesh, right? You've articulated value so well and maybe you've included procurement, if you can do that, that they know the, the, uh, the value of the solution and they think it's a good deal. Yes, they're going to want their you know, nickels and dimes or maybe a haircut on the deal, but you hold firm, right? 
you've sold the value. And even in that secondary procurement negotiation, you're going to be way better off. Right. And so I've had situations where, you know, I've, I've constructed a deal with a client, you know, bigger client that we've walked away and our discounting was probably half of what the regions were um, based upon uh, the way we, we, approached our client the way we talked value and the way we, we left it and, and negotiated pretty well uh, through with procurement. And so that's pretty meaningful. And so that sets you up for later, right? So if you've got that, you have that pricing that's there, uh, that's your baseline uh, going forward. Very, very important. Now, so I've told about, you know, it's important for, as a seller that you've, you've increased, you've gotten more uh, of the share of wealth because of, uh, your value approach. Again, the company is pleased with you because less less margin and you're setting them up for success. You higher margin, uh, less discounting. You're setting it up for success uh, later on. But the, but the <laughs> the what so the the customer is literally left over. The customer is quite pleased too because they clearly see why it is they are making this investment. And to them, the value has been absolutely been made crystal clear uh, in their terms. And the champion for this solution has felt confident in, in taking what you've articulated up the chain to show above people above them that they've done their due diligence, they've done their homework, and they're getting a clear ROI on the solution, right? And again, uh, companies don't invest in solutions for the sake of investing in them. They, they, they expect something in return. Uh, and in these times, uh, they're scrutinizing it, right? So <laughs> this is just a long-winded way <laughs> of letting you know that if as you build your value uh, experience and value selling uh, capability, uh, you're going to deliver your solutions at a higher overall um, investment or price point, right? So your company, you, you're going to benefit financially. Your company will obviously benefit here. But at the same time, your client is going to benefit and they will won't even focus on whether they had some sort of win-loss situation where they are not getting a, a good deal. They're going to walk away knowing that they're partners in this journey. It's a long-term win-win. And uh, there's more goodness to come down the line from in your partnership. So I hope you found this valuable. Uh, maybe a lot of this is just uh, a replay of what you heard in the past, but I think it's really important to uh, you know sharpen the saw from time to time. And uh, with that, I'm going to sign off. We'll be talking to you soon. And I hope you enjoyed this longer than usual podcast on you know, why value is important. Take care.